A Situation of Grave Danger, by Eve Chuttleson. If anyone had reason to be excited, it would be Rhoda. Rhoda had just been invited to a party at her friend Diana's house, and she was very thrilled. Diana was a fashion designer and also made homemade gloves, and often gave out garments and gloves to her party guests. Rhoda had hoped she would be invited to this exclusive party, held annually at the Tova Brentville family restaurant in Charm City. This restaurant was the most exclusive in three townships, and most everyone loved to have dinner there. The Tova Brentville family restaurant boasted a large menu with freshly made entrees including boat catch, cove special, tips and more, orange glazed muffins, shrubby pot pie, beef and onion party platters, kale poppers, tasty kidney treats, oven special, stove cakes, sinful sheet cake, bucket of hugs pudding, toot toot chili, beet thrill, swift bits, kooky cookies, shrimp pizza, figment dip and many more delicious and adventurous meals. While Rhoda was daydreaming about all of the sumptuous dishes at the restaurant, she didn't realize that all of her clothes out on the clothesline had blown away in a sudden yet severe gust of wind. As she opened her eyes out of her trance-like state, she saw that everything on the line had blown away. Oh. Oh no. Why? I can't believe it shouted Rhoda as she immediately threw open her side door and ran into the backyard to try to rescue some of her fashionable clothes that had blown away. Suddenly, Rhoda noticed that her precious scarves were hanging precariously from a high branch on the weeping willow tree. Rhoda felt like weeping, as she knew that she would never be able to reach her precious silk scarves so high in the tree. Sizzle. 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 Rhoda heard the bacon that she was preparing on the stove. Oh. I forgot I was making breakfast. I don't want the bacon to overcrisp. I should really hurry Rhoda shouted as she tossed her hair in the air and bid her high fashion wardrobe goodbye with a severe winds. As if that wasn't bad enough, Rhoda discovered that her pet dog Bosco ate nearly 90% of her high fashion high heeled shoes. Even the Maritune playing on her transistor radio couldn't brighten the spirits of Rhoda. As most of her wardrobe had been completely destroyed by either the wind or her pet dog Bosco. Rhoda took the bacon from the frying pan and promptly assembled a delicious BLT sandwich. The smoky bacon along with the crispy cool lettuce almost made Rhoda forget about her wardrobe woes. But suddenly there was a frenzied knocking at Rhoda's front door. Immediately, yet filled with intense caution, Rhoda stealthily made her way to the door, expecting the absolute worst. It turned out to be Rhoda's neighbor Francine. Francine had collected all of Rhoda's extremely expensive high fashion outfits that had been strewn about the neighborhood by the high gusts of wind. Then had them all professionally dry cleaned and packaged for Rhoda. Oh. How can I thank you? That was so kind of you. Please let me pour you a frosty mug of ice cold root beer Francine. Whose great uncle Pete once owned the root beer factory in Charm City couldn't resist a frosty mug of the stuff but also grimaced internally as she secretly knew that Rhoda had once favored another brand of root beer. I love this root beer. Oh. Yes. Oh exclaimed Rhoda as she handed an icy cold mug of the root beer to Francine. I have loved it all of my life. And then some. Oh Rhoda exclaimed again. I am going to scream shouted Francine. Even the birds chirping outside the window know you are deliberately trying to fool me. I know that you love toasty oats root beer as recently as last Monday oh. How did you know Rhoda peppered? I saw the empty bottles in your recycling bin. 
and knew that you had betrayed my family name immediately and with little hesitation. Francine gulped down the mug of icy cold root beer, and then threatened to write a letter to the editor regarding Rhoda's root beer preferences. Suddenly, Rhoda revealed to Francine that she had actually been drinking a new improved bottle of Tasty Oats root beer. Francine nearly fainted in shock. How could she find this other brand so tasty? Well if I didn't know it, I would have thought that Uncle Pete brewed this up in the basement shouted Francine. I really do think we should tell my close friend Toby about how good this root beer is. She will love it. And maybe she can incorporate it into her recipe for cheap cheap hot rolls. Everyone in Charm City knew that Toby made the best hot rolls. And her secret ingredient was root beer. Suddenly, Rhoda slipped and tore both her blouse and her shawl on the refrigerator door. Oh. These were the only good clothes that I had. Don't forget about the clothes that I had dry cleaned for you yelled Francine. Oh. That's. Right Rhoda exclaimed. Suddenly. Rhoda caught a glimpse of her dog Bosco eating her very expensive drapery. Oh, I can't believe that dog. Stop eating the drapes Bosco. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh then. Much to her shock, she realized that Bosco had also completely destroyed all of her high fashion outfits that Francine had had dry cleaned. Oh, no eventually the BLT sandwich started to back up on Rhoda, and she started to feel faint. Francine offered to call the doctor, but Rhoda insisted it was just a bad bellyache. Boom. 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 Rhoda and Francine were startled out of their days by the backfiring of Toby's delivery van. Maybe she was dropping off some of her cheap cheap hot rolls. As it turned out, Toby only had a few expired Little Debbie snack cakes to offer, as the cheap cheap hot rolls had been delivered to all of the local town restaurants. Don't even think about trying to hustle us with your moldy snack cakes shrieked Rhoda to Toby. Toby immediately burst into tears and tried to calm everyone down. Summer down Utah she scolded. This visit is far more important than a few expired snack cakes we have got to stop evil Mr. Sland from trying to brainwash evil in O. Why is evil Mr. Sland trying to brainwash evil in Rhoda peppered? Well. It seems that Evelyn secretly knows where all of the rare gems of Colviatone have been hidden Toby carelessly responded. Those rare gems are worth more than all the root beer money can buy Rhoda shouted. We have got to stop Mr. Sland's fiendishly evil plot right now suddenly. Bosco jumped up and tried to alert Rhoda of impending danger. It seems that the clothesline had become dangerously tangled with a live electrical wire. The high winds had also whipped up to a feverish pitch and the live electrical wire tangled in the clothesline threatened to destroy Rhonda's car. Suddenly, Toby fainted. Francine, who was besides herself with worry and panic, decided to race outside with her rubber rain boots on and tackle the wayward wire. Deftly and swiftly, Francine had the wire completely disconnected from the electrical pole and had secured the clothesline to Rhoda's garage. Rhoda was so relieved. But then remembered that Bosco and the high winds had destroyed all of her high fashion outfits. Once Francine returned into the house, she was happy to see that Toby was feeling slightly more energetic, and was thinking about making a plan to rescue Evelyn from evil Mr. Slandoffen. Rhoda thought of a precious diamond necklace that she once lent to Diana, before she was famous, and wondered if it was with the rare gems that Evelyn knew about. Rhoda, Toby and Francine hurried out to the delivery van scrambled inside and raced over to Evelyn's mysterious mansion. Bosco was in the van too, 
Just in case the girls need help out of a tough spot, Bosco began barking frantically as soon as they pulled up to the front door of Evelyn's mysterious mansion. As the three girls lumbered out of the van, Francine tore her slacks on a rusted corner of the side door. Oh, my slacks Francine shouted. Toby reminded the girls to be careful not to snag or catch their clothes on the rusted van. Just then, Toby slipped and fell into a mud puddle and ruined her little dibby uniform. Bosco had not stopped barking when Rhoda bustled up to the front door of the mysterious mansion and barged in. Evil Mr. Sland was just about to turn on the brainwashing machine. Hurry. Oh Rhoda shouted to Toby and Francine. We've got to stop this evil plot now Mr. Sland was caught off guard and threw a large vial of poison at Rhoda. Rhoda threw a high kick into the air and swiftly destroyed the vial. The poison spilled out onto Rhonda's high fashion slacks and burned a hole into them. Oh. I am going to get you Mr. Sland. You just destroyed my very expensive slacks Rhonda screamed. Suddenly, Francine and Toby formed a chain and grabbed Mr. Sland's arm and proceeded to swing him around into a large vat of grease. Then Rhoda kicked down a wedge of cobwebs from the doorway and frightened Mr. Sland. Toby quickly rescued Evelyn and destroyed the brainwashing machine by rinsing it with a mixture of toothpaste and poison. The machine smoked and melted. Mr. Sland let out an evil laugh and said they would see him again as he vanished in a puff of smoke. Evelyn, Toby, Francine and Rhoda hurried to the basement where they retrieved the rare gems, including Rhoda's lost necklace. Wow, I found it just in time to wear to Diana's party Rhoda exclaimed, just as she remembered that all of her high fashion clothes had been destroyed or eaten by Bosco. Once the girls ran back to the van, they found Mr. Sland had been captured by Bosco, and the police were taking him away. We were lucky on that one Rhoda shouted as the girls hustled to the shopping center to buy new clothes. The end.